Hello and welcome to a proper education. Neil is as bar trivia podcast. Why did I say bar like that for? Because you're drunk already. Oh my water bar. <laughs> Chris, thank yeah. you for for being the host and um, constant player on this new version of a proper education regular news as listeners will recognize this title it was pretty popular when we did it we kind of let it get away from us and we are restarting a proper education and the format's a little different so for this one we're going to explain that a little and then after that we're just going to hit the ground running with these shows we want to recreate the feeling of being at a night of bar trivia and no person that at least we know is better at that than our new co-host, Mr. Steve. Steve, we are so happy for you to be joining us on A Proper Education. Thanks, guys. It's, I don't go by Mr. Steve uh, normally, except when I'm exotically dancing. I was thinking like Mr. Skin, but Mr. Steve. Mr. Mr. Steve. Skin. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. Uh, it's a pleasure, guys, to finally bring some, you know, some Christianity to you out here <laughs> in the wilderness. So, uh, God is great, and holy God, shit, here we go. <laughs> That's in the Bible. <laughs> some of you may recognize Steve from past shows. He's been guests on a lot of our past podcasts. Um, but, um, Steve, I know you're not one to toot your own horn, but allow me to get on my knees and toot yours for you. <laughs> Steve is the preeminent name in trivia in the Lehigh Valley, Philadelphia region of uh, Pennsylvania. Now, Steve doesn't live around here anymore. So we've lost that, you know, grand name in trivia. But uh, we're lucky to have him here. He was the toast of the town all the way from Bethlehem and Allentown to Philadelphia, PA. He is the quiz master of the region and we're lucky to have him on neo's ass you're so so sweet and uh what the that region has lost in me they've gained in uh, amazon warehouses i guess <laughs> um, but i should correct you dave down in philadelphia my name is mud it's uh johnny good times is the man quizzo is if it, not a brand he came up with but he basically made his own so he's sort of like uh well i would say the rival kingdom Okay. You don't but, have to kiss Johnny Johnny Good Times' ass anymore. I well, I guess I guess I don't. But uh, mm-hmm. you know, I wish him well. Okay. And uh, the rest of your introduction was just mwah, very good. Thank you. <laughs> it's true. I got the goods. I I put my time in. Years and years worth. Yeah. I don't have a regular game these these days. I guess I'm like a trivia, like a Ronin. Mm-hmm. You know, like a masterless uh, samurai appropriating culture. You're the David Carradine of trivia. <laughs> uh, yeah, but hopefully not found in a, a closet like him. Oh, God. <laughs> and, oh, God. Oh, God. <laughs> edit that part out, please. Steve, you can say anything you anything. want on these shows. That's I perfect. Mean, okay. All right. Well, so. It's what we're going to do? The outlet, so well, we we are happy to give you that outlet, and we're we're very lucky, and so will the listeners. So tune in to these shows to this new format. The format is Steve and I are going to take turns quizzing each other. At one time, you know, I'll be the 
quizzer. Steve will be the quizzee and vice versa. Chris will serve as the constant teammate and sounding board. Yeah, because You need somebody to talk to when you're doing bar trivia. Chris is that person for both of us <laughs> when we're playing. You're going to get we're going to get 10 questions. To win the game, we must get seven out of ten. We're shooting for seventy percent here, because you know. I mean, I know Steve's questions; they're yeah. tricky, they're good, they're interesting. Um, it's going to be a lot of fun. So play along with us. Try to get that seven out of ten. We're going to run this just like a night of bar trivia. I am not trying to trick anybody. Okay, I <laughs> like anyone who came out of the Quakertown public school system. I just want you to get that C. <laughs> that worked for me. Uh, I will, based on tonight's results, I'll get a better measure, Dave, of exactly what where your difficulty level is. Mm -hmm. And uh, listeners, if any, can also, I guess, give us some feedback about that. And then yes. I'll um, change nothing because I never have to look any of you in the eye. <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> that says it all. We say now, in the business, in the education business, C's get degrees. So that's what we're going for tonight. <laughs> yeah, and then occasionally they forget to, you know, put all the bolts into the fuselage of the plane. <laughs> yeah, that's the good. off comes the door. Yeah, but in all seriousness, uh, I always get a little bummed out whenever anyone says to me, "You have the hardest trivia I've ever encountered," because I'm not trying to be the hardest hard on. You know, I'm just trying to give you <laughs> everyone a challenge worthy of your brains, while brains still matter a little bit. And that's why you're the best. Simply the I best. All right. So Chris has decided in his brain already uh -huh. who is going to be the first quizzer and the first quizzee. Okay. Um, we were going to leave it up to the fate of a coin flip, but Chris has an idea. I have an idea because Dave has been the one asking the questions for quite some time now. So I thought, mm -hmm. fuck it. Why don't we turn the tables on him and have... Steve, since it's his premiere episode, mm -hmm. be the one asking Dave the really rock hard questions. Why rock hard? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Dave, are you standing at attention right now? <laughs> I, I guess I have to be. Chris, are you ready? You're my teammate. You're going to be my. I, my chat, my chat friend. I need help. I okay, we got to do this together. And anything that's not moonlighting related. Okay, so okay, that's it, Steve. I went ten Herbert Viola questions, and I want them now. Sorry, guys, that's a little bit before my time. Could you unpack that for me? <laughs> oh, that hurts. <laughs> no, I'm absolutely all right. I'm all right, I'm ready. So what we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna talk about it. I'm gonna lock in some answers. Steve's gonna reveal them at the end, just like you're at the bar. So well, grab yourself a beer. Yeah, unless say, you're driving, please don't grab yourself a beer. Are you guys drinking? Do you guys have like a bar beverage right next to you right now? Hell yeah. Steve? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh so I'm uh, drinking a, a concoction of a, a Kina Lillette. No, I'm kidding, I can't even. <laughs> I'm drinking a Bold Rock Cider, okay? It's in a green can. It says apple. <laughs> I was hoping to hear some, like, says, some ice, you know, clanking in the glass in the background. Uh, it says but, apple. You know, you know what, Chris? I, I used to drink these um, bottom shelf Manhattans. And uh, my wife said, hey, I think, I'd love it if you could kind of throttle that back. What if you just substituted it with cider? And you still married her? 
Yeah, still married. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, later on, I'll tell you what I asked her to scale back on. <laughs> <laughs> it rhymes with schmopping. <laughs> Women be schmopping. <laughs> so yeah, I'm drinking. Uh, I'm drinking a cider. Like a man who cares about his future. All right. All right. I am drinking my all-time favorite beer, Chris. Yards Pale Ale. Yards Brewing Company, Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. <laughs> Did they pay us for that? or <laughs> How's that work? I know the owner, Tom Keogh. God bless you. All right. I'm ready. Chris, are you I'm ready? ready? Steve, ask, ask away and... I will just go, uh-huh. I'll, I'll agree whatever Dave says. <laughs> Stop. You're going to okay. help. Do you, uh, since I'm new to this milieu, do you guys have to do a disclaimer? Where like, we swear we're not cheating. This is all just based on our recollections, that kind of thing. Or does that just go without saying? I, I, it has always gone without saying. Um, I feel like our our character is, a, is, a, is beyond reproach. Okay. All right. Well, then um, may your character stand at attention right now as we begin. <laughs> Thank you. Chris, get your phone out. <laughs> <laughs> I came with my sausage fingers. Type that fast. I hear okay. it flipping open right now. Dave. <laughs> Dave Fox, as we were putting this together, you uh, commented to me, and I had forgotten this. <clears throat> you turned. Can I say your age? Oh, please do. <laughs> you turned Mighty 50. That's, that's that right. Huh? So you're, you're more than halfway to 51. I am. Still counts as the age of 50, which is a noble, nice, well-rounded number. And so I thought I might quiz you on other people your age. Specifically, famous people born in the month of July of 1973. Wow. Okay. Wow. This is like this is like a little late birthday present. Thank you, Steve. Uh, it's an early 51st birthday present, actually. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. So uh, the questions, uh, usually I'm going to give you the, the celeb in question and then springboard a, uh, a tidbit from that. Sometimes, in a couple cases, I might ask you to name the celebrity him or herself. Sound okay. Good? Yes. Let's begin. Okay. These are uh, ordered in what I think roughly easy through more difficult. But uh, if you disagree, uh, well, it'll be too late. But <laughs> okay. I'll take that feedback later. Number one, born July 25th, 1973. Uh, at one time, this actor, uh, his IMDb, I'm not going to give you the name of the actor in this case, okay? Okay. His IMDb.com entry listed his status as missing, presumed dead, before it was later quietly amended to alive. Uh, this was undoubtedly thanks to what movie on his filmography? I don't need the actor's name. I just need the title. But if you know the actor, I don't know, we give you maybe uh, some sort of a Chuck E. Cheese token or something. Chuck E. Cheese. <laughs> Missing, presumed dead, an actor that's 50. Yes. Uh, probably due to the publicity surrounding what movie on his filmography far and away his biggest movie hmm. do you have any idea Dave? did anything come to mind so far no no, no. 
All right, missing. I'm writing down some notes for myself, so I might come back to this one. Since this was the first one, I am prepared to give you his name, uh, since this was supposed to be one of the easy ones. Okay. That'll blow the whole thing sky high, but I can do it. Missing, presumed. I don't remember anybody that was presumed missing, and then they decided he was okay. Well, you had Richard Simmons, you had Casey oh, Kasem. Yeah. <laughs> But I'll give you the name of this actor, all right? Okay. That's Michael C. Williams. Michael C. Williams? Yeah. Michael C. Williams. Michael C. Williams. I know Anthony all Michael right. Hall. A- <laughs> <laughs> the C is for kidnapped. But <laughs> kidnapped. All right. I'm going to think about it. I'm ready okay. for number two. Okay. Born on July 15th, one Brian Austin Green, 50 this past year, uh, played himself, has played himself in TV and film a ridiculous number of times. I count roughly eight times. If uh, if you do count, if you count like things like robot chicken. (laughs) Right. All right. I'm going to give you three titles. Which was the only one of these where he did not play a fictionalized version of himself? Okay. All right. So uh, jot these down, I guess. Is it Smallville, the 2005 film Domino, the 2019 TV series BH90210? All right, Chris, I want to say got this one, right? So what you're saying, like, what did he? What show did he play? Not himself? Is that what it? Yes, he played a character. A character, right? Apparently, it's a lot of fun to have him. You know, '90s. Um, I was going to say relic, but I'll say icon that he is. Like, oh, hey, look, it's Brian Austin Green. We're actually seeing him in a couple months. I'm actually Kel. That's Kel's white whale. That's the last person. Well, besides Luke Perry. Last person she needs on her on her picture. So we're seeing him in a couple of months. Wow. Yeah. She's the whole cast. Yeah, right? the whole cast except, except for those and Green. They were, and they're all announced. So they they just announced all seven of them. Are you seeing him in his uh, one man stage show? Brian Austin Green is Brian Austin Green. <laughs> <laughs> we are not. <laughs> Ironically, he plays Mark Twain. Oh. <laughs> Ironically, he plays Luke Perry. <laughs> All right, she's, ne- so. she's never going to get Luke Perry's autograph. You know why? Lazy. <laughs> Who her? Doesn't show her up to Luke the Perry. Con. Doesn't Luke Perry doesn't show up to the mm, con? Damn him. <laughs> well, she could still get Luke Bryan or uh, I don't know <laughs> Luke Wilson, and maybe just have him fudge it. Sure. Just move the table as he's signing the last name. <laughs> Kick the table. I think, Chris, we have to know this. The BH90210, you and I both watched. We were crazy excited he for. And it, he played himself. It was actually really was good. good. I mean, for people like us. And no one else gave a shit yeah. and they didn't renew yeah. it. There's no way he played himself on Smallville. He, I right? think he was Metallo, I think, on Smallville. I'm a huge Smallville fan. He played. Is that the. What's the character with the kryptonite heart? Is that him? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think him. I think I think it's Smallville. All right, we're we're def- we're locking in Smallville. Okay. And as I, w- I actually wasn't even listening to the beginning of that question because I was still <laughs> thinking about 
Michael Williams. I know who Michael Williams is. Oh, okay. Go ahead. And I'm I'm locking in. I have to give the movie title. Yes, that's all I want. It's the Blair Witch Project. I remember that actor was yeah was missing or something. I, it, it was like Heather yeah. Donahue, Michael Williams, and I don't remember Josh's last name. But they said their goddamn names so many times in that movie. I don't know. It just clicked. So I'm locking in both one and two. Okay. All right. Well, I'm withdrawing the name. So uh, forget it. <laughs> so we're moving on to number three. Age uh, 50 and a half, born on July 23rd. Political uh, mover and shaker, Monica Lewinsky. Ooh. I just got. What was the word you were using at the beginning? Standing erect? <laughs> <laughs> You'll want to be sitting down for this one. Ooh. Anyone have an Altoid? <laughs> <laughs> so, now in storage at the National Portrait Gallery <laughs> is a painting of President Bill Clinton, which features a prominent shadow meant to symbolically represent a scandal from his presidency and to literally represent... Monica Lewinsky's infamous dress, which was what color? Oh. And I have multiple choice David, for you. I know this one. I, I know this one. I'll take the multiple choice, but mm. I, I, I feel like I got this one. Go ahead. The choices are red, white, or blue. Dave, I think it's blue. How, patri- how patriotic <laughs> and, cover- and covered with semen. <laughs> Just like the American flag. Red, white, and goo. Monica Bluklinsky's dress was the blue. goddamn dress how, is blue how, <laughs> how appropriate that her dress was blue yeah. now i grant i realized that uh everything i've covered so far is very rooted in the 1990s uh, it's just a decade i think we all feel comfortable with but uh, absolutely but should anyone from the present day be listening in i realized you can't talk about monica Lewinsky that way anymore she's been well given more than the benefit of the doubts and um, let's just say her reputation is stainless now. <laughs> I like Ronica Lewinsky. I've seen her in interviews. She's she's great. Yeah, yeah. She's she's smart, and I guess you know doing so much, she, doing more and more yeah. these days. She yeah. she does not suck. Okay. <laughs> Steve was trying to like smooth the edges, and I really was trying to save us all. Yeah, <laughs> Chris just roughed them back up. <laughs> all right, continuing then. If you're happy with that answer. I am. All right. We're going to move into sports. No, nope, this is all you, Dave. <laughs> Popular part of life, I'm told. <laughs> uh, Scott Walker. Birthday, July 19th. Dave, is that not, in fact, your birthday exactly? That is my exact birthday. Okay. Well, the same day that you were yanked into this world, so was <laughs> hockey player Scott Walker. Okay. I don't know who that is. Born in, don't confuse him with the uh, former Republican governor of <laughs> Wisconsin, I want to say. Yeah, that's the one. Yeah. That's the Too only late. one I do know. No. Oh, no, I want to talk about a winner here. Oh, okay. Born in Cambridge, Ontario, Scott Walker played right wing. Oh, that that's appropriate. With four NHL teams, but only one of them was Canadian-based. Which one? Was it the Vancouver Canucks? The Calgary Tigers 
for the Winnipeg Jets. Dave, toss a coin. All right, Chris. I mean, to me, the Calgary Tigers isn't a team. They're the Calgary Flames, unless something weird is going on there and it's a minor league team or something. Refresh so, your Twitter feed. What's that? Refresh your Twitter feed. They just became the Flames today. Are you serious? No. <laughs> it's either the Canucks or the Winnipeg Jets. So, Chris, do you have a feeling have about no, one or the other? Are they even real t- team names? I have no idea. They are. I I don't think the Vancouver Canucks exist anymore. The Winnipeg Jets do. The Flyers just beat the Winnipeg Jets the other night. I'm going to say the Winnipeg Jets. Sounds like a good answer to me. All right. Putting you down for a C. Okay. All right. We're moving into what I hope is more like uh, intermediate level questions. Uh, all right. Born on July 26, 1973, is uh, someone who's kept it almost as tight as you have dave <laughs> miss sake miss kate beckinsale oh, oh. underworld yeah mm-hmm. yeah uh thank you for giving away my answer no. chris <laughs> moving on <laughs> that's not the answer is it the answer i'm, I'm kidding I'd, I'd like to answer now she nailed um what's that skinny ugly dude that nails all the hot chicks he davison you Pete Davidson, yes. Did she really? Yes. <sighs> she was. She got Davidsoned. <laughs> <laughs> she's she's on display in the Davidsonian, <laughs> <laughs> right next to the dress. Ah, <laughs> uh, <laughs> what is that? What kind of compromise does that guy have He's on everybody? All right, everybody. <laughs> Kate Beckinsale, moment. Mm-hmm. Years okay. be- years before. Uh, Universal attempted its Dark Universe interconnected film series, which fizzled. Kate Beckinsale, you may remember, appeared in 2003's Van Helsing, which featured all of these classic literary monsters, except which one? Okay. They are Count Dracula, The Invisible Man, Frankenstein's Monster, or the Dr. Jekyll, Mr. Hyde combo? This is a great question. Um, Van Helsing. Chris, you and I both saw it. Yeah. It's a steaming pile of yeah, dumpster for trash. Jackman, it still was a badass fucking movie. Which one of, one of those to me makes the most sense? Do you have the a The one that came feeling? to mind immediately was Invisible Man. And I, I don't know why. I know... F- like Frankenstein and Jekyll and Hyde sound like, and, and Dracula, obviously. The Invisible Man. Mm-hmm. I think it's like a trick question because he said that wasn't seen. I would never. Oh. I would not do that to you. <laughs> That's where my gut went. That was clever at first. I said featured all, but which one? Featured all. Oh, okay. <laughs> my gut was saying um, Invisible Man as well because. Those other things are more like monsters, something for Van Helsing to fight. I mean, I guess you can make something interesting out of a person being invisible, but uh, the the Invisible Man idea of uh, of movies has always kind of been except for the Kevin Bacon one where he pulled down the girl's top. Okay, so you like Hollow Man because there's tits in it? Duh. (laughs) (laughs) Being true to the original book. Right. <laughs> That's right. 
<laughs> I mean, you're going to pay Kevin Bacon seven, eight million dollars to not be seen in your movie. Wow. That makes you think. <laughs> yeah, really. It's just dumb. The Invisible Man to me is a is a is a stinker. It's a it's a snore fest compared to the monsters. He was he was Van Helsing like the 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 monster right. slayer. So uh, let's do that, okay? All right. Oh wait, no, right. I think that's where my guy went immediately with Invisible Man. So I'm right there with you. Yeah, Invisible Man makes the most sense. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right, I'm putting you down for Invisible Man. Okay, Chevy Chase. <laughs> Memoirs. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, not the incorrigible man, the invisible man. <laughs> not the racist man. <laughs> we're going to, if it's all right, we're going to leave behind multiple choice now. Okay. All right. We're moving Put that your big boy pants on, Chris. Yeah. And then take them off. <laughs> Here, I'm going to ask you to give me... Uh, I want to put that one back. Here's, here's this one. Dave, did you know that you share a birthday? Uh, you are one day older than um, His Royal Highness, the Crown Prince of Norway. Hakon, first of his name, of the House of Glucksberg. We do that. We talk about it every year. <laughs> <laughs> you guys when still we, touch? Uh, we Skype all the time. He's, yeah. he's such a rascal. Buddies, since they were placed side by side in the nursery. <laughs> well, in uh, this is this is true. Crown Prince of Norway, living a great life, I'm sure, uh, in the socialist paradise. <laughs> in honor of his father and grandfather having been Olympians, not to mention because the 1994 Winter Games were held there that year. His Royal Highness, the Crown Prince of Norway, Hakon had the honor of lighting the Olympic cauldron where? Alright. Um, I remember yeah. this. It was Lillehammer. Let's, uh, I mean, I don't know shit about Lillehammer, except I had to watch it on TV for two weeks and watch guys with their balls out going groin first down a luge. <laughs> <laughs> so... Now, wait, was Lillehammer, was it Sweden? The only other city I know in Norway is Oslo. There's two more than I know. <laughs> I'm, I'm sticking with Lillehammer because it's fun to say. Aha. <laughs> uh-huh. that's, that's the kind of level of discourse we're dealing with? Lillehammer. The answer is Lake Titicaca because it's fun <laughs> to say. <laughs> Boutros, Boutros, golly. <laughs> All right, put you down for a Lillehammer, and uh, you're welcome that I didn't ask a more in depth question about the damn Winter Olympics. <laughs> Thank you. When everybody pretends for three days to care about curling. <laughs> right. Once every four years. Did you see that curling match? That's like, dude, I lost money on FanDuel. <laughs> that was a wicked googly or whatever. <laughs> right. All right, that's question six. Here's a kick comes seven. Mm-hmm. Hot on its heels. Uh, all right, I want you to give me the name of the actor okay. in this case. Okay. Born July 20th, 1973. He played a character named Quincy in 1992's Juice and a college athlete in 1995's Higher Learning and then later played a college athlete named Quincy in 2000. Who's the actor? 
Oh, God. Why did Omar um, Epps come to mind, Dave? Yeah, he he. I remember the poster for Juice. We were working at the movie theater then. It was one of those. I like it when they do this with posters. It's like they don't want to do black and white. So they almost do that blue, kind of like blue and black, that blue kind of light poster. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> Omar Epps immediately came. Omar Epps, the, the fake Willie Mays Hayes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He ended up later on like ER and shit. Like he ended up being like something. Higher Learning is a fucking great movie. I want to watch it again. Even Numb Nuts. What's that guy's? What's that white guy's name? The doofy white guy that does the mustard commercials now. Anthony mustard Edwards commercials. No. He was in Copland. Oh, Rabbit He was in True Romance. Michael yeah. Rappaport, yeah, Jesus he's, Christ, he's, he's horrible. He play doesn't he play like a white supremacist that ends up like going up like a rifle on the the school <laughs> clock tower <laughs> or something? I remember that movie being like a big deal, like in the mid nineties. I think you're right. I think Omar that, Epps is our that's guy. That's what my mind went to immediately. Lock it in. All right. Then lock it. Lock it. Lock up. it up. Then we need to say no more, and we'll move on to question number eight. I prepared 11 questions, so now the time comes where I have to slaughter one of my babies. (laughs) (laughs) It's like Passover. (laughs) Well, I'm not going to slaughter all the babies. Oh, okay. (laughs) Only God can do that. Just the ugly ones. (laughs) All right, I've prepared. Okay. All right, let's see. Uh, Rufus Wainwright, Dave. Nice. Born July twenty second. Let's let's culture this uh, this shit up a little bit. Okay, cigarettes and chocolate milk. I thought that was uh, a Tom Waits album. No. Well, I know Rufus Wainwright has a song, "Cigarettes and Chocolate Milk." Yeah, yeah. he should open his mouth more. Enunciate. <laughs> <laughs> Mumbler. Anyway. The story goes that Rufus wrote his first song at age 16, and uh, it was titled for the nickname Americans gave to sauerkraut during World War One. What was that nickname? Oh, my God. Sauerkraut and World War One. Huh? So it was probably something, it was certainly something anti-German, so like German something, Chris, like German grass or Anything you say is, I'll go along with. I have no idea. This is Chinese to me. I have no idea what's even happening here right now. It's German. It's German, whatever. It's- I don't know anything about <laughs> this guy. I know nothing about this guy. Sauerkraut. Um. You know. I mean, I, I, I don't, I don't know. So I'll just say, I don't know. German caviar. How about Chinese that? Chinese grass, it is. <laughs> I got I got no answer. I got no help help myself. All right, all right. Well, that's a loss. Was, you thought I was going to ask you about the Shrek soundtrack, didn't you? Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> all right, all right. I got your I got your kind of answer there. Here's question number nine. Mm-hmm. Born on July 29th, 1973, Stephen oh. Dorff. 
Oh Dave God. I hate Steven Dorf. Hate Steven Dorf? How dare he share my birth month? How no one has that strong an opinion about Steven Dorf. No one loves him, but no one hates him. We were just talking about him because we just did a Wesley <laughs> Snipe show and he came up on the blade thing and I let him you, have you it. Don't, didn't you don't I? like him at all. He sucks. Uh, did Steven Dorf evade taxes? <laughs> did he serve jail time? <laughs> did Steven Dorf ever go to federal prison? Uh, no. <laughs> well, all right. I'll tell you what. Since you've had such a visceral reaction to this, Dave, maybe I put to Chris a choice. Okay. Chris, we can bring back in the question that I was going to cut out. Would you like to choose between the two names? I want to do Steven Dorf. I want Dave to fucking suffer right now. <laughs> You're supposed oh. to be my teammate. Oh. You might know this. You're I a Steven like Dorf, Dorf I, I sort of like fan. Him. I, I saw him right. at some conventions. He's, he's a cool guy. <laughs> Hit me with your best Dorf. <laughs> All right. I love his I love his podcast about his own career, Dorf on Dorf. <laughs> <laughs> Very well. Here it is. <laughs> In 2000, he appeared with Ben Stiller, sporting his Zoolander quaff, by the way. In a music video, I know this. <laughs> wherein he mistakes the lead singer of what band for the parking valet? This I don't know. Because <laughs> I remember this video because it's him. They, they throw him the keys. It's Fred Durst. And he's got Fred Durst also had the stupid red hat on. And Ben Stiller goes, hey, red cap. <laughs> yeah. And throws the keys at him. I- so... <laughs> Ben, Locking, could you ad-lib something, please? We got nothing. <laughs> Locking in Fred Durst. All right, for technicality's sake, I'm asking for the band. Oh, Limp Biscuit, and the Thanks. song was rolling. Keep on rolling, baby. You know what time it is. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Okay, yeah. That really worked out Bonus for you, points. probably. <laughs> uh, I love Steven Dorf. And to think the other question could have been about Ali Landry. But it's too late now. Okay. All right. So we come to question number ten. It's a it's a two parter. Is it allowed? Is it possible that you could get theoretically eleven out of ten here, or is that would that break the scoreboard? Um, I let's say I have to get them both to get the, to get the full answer. Point. Ah, yeah. Okay. Okay. All right. Yeah. Cool. Born on July third, Patrick Wilson. Okay. Who? Uh, let me tell you what. Just when you count him out, he does something else. That is, his hairline may be receding, but his <laughs> career is anything but. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That hair. I, I, and it doesn't help that he's in those Aquaman movies, and his and his hair is like CGI, like flowing in the water. I actually met him, by the way. <laughs> I did. We did went you? to. A, he was doing a comic book signing, at a, somewhere in Jersey, and he was signing. You know Aquaman shit, and and I drove all the way to where this was, and I met, yeah, I met him, and I got a picture with him. Yeah, hmm. <laughs> Dave's like, you ah. loser. Sometimes, uh, sometimes I just don't understand you. <laughs> None of that surprised me at all. <laughs> well, here's the question, and it's a two-parter, and you've got to get both parts per okay. your own per your own parameter. Patrick Wilson has uttered two of my personal. 150 worst movie lines of all time. <laughs> been, I've been collecting an archive for years. It's massive. And it goes far beyond the usual 
top tens that you see online. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyway, so I'm going to give you the two lines. You got to give me the two movies they're from. Okay, okay Chris, we got okay. this. I don't do a Patrick Wilson impression <laughs> right now. Do it underwater. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but I could do a Walter Matthau as Mr. Wilson impression if you like. <laughs> but could you pain in the ass? <laughs> that was pretty good. Yeah. All right. Here are the lines. Sometimes when you get possessed, it's like stepping in chewing gum. And the other line, you have our mother's trident, powerful but flawed like her. <laughs> Those are horrible lines. <laughs> well, it has to be the obvious. Is Aquaman was that one. Then the other ones. What's he in? There's Insidious. He's in there. There's two different franchises. He's in The yeah. Conjuring yeah. as the as the real life couple it's the conjure yeah, verse right yeah but isn't he in another thing is he in insidious also he's also you know, we had this discussion i think a lot of people do this they think that insidious and conjuring is the same thing or he's right. the same character they're two different movies they're just kind of similar and they have nothing right, to do the with the same each actors other. in both of these shits yeah yeah so <laughs> i guess you're right aquaman we lock in on yeah. But what is it? I want to say the conjuring, is the conjuring is more or popular than insidious. insidious. I, I would go with conjuring is what I'm going with. Do you remember? Because you and I watch all those movies. Do you remember what happens in the specific conjuring movies? Like, is someone possessed in Isn't, the conjuring? Because I feel like those insidious movies are about him. He has some kind of like. Um, he's like clairvoyant, but like he can see the into this like thing, realm. Yeah. yeah, and like and and then in the the newer one, like his kid has it, and some for some reason Lynn Shea <laughs> yeah. from from all the Ferrelli brothers is in these, and she's some kind of medium. I don't think that's possession. That's like opening like the the last one it was out. It was called like Insidious the right, Red it's Door, like a, a you another open- dimension or something. Yes, and that weird guy that looks like Darth Maul with hair is always following <laughs> yeah. them around. A Babadook? <laughs> Babadook. Um, let's just say that's, the that's what I'm. I mean, that, that's a, a toy cost. Uh, a, a, I said toy cost. Yeah, coin toss. A toy cost. <laughs> toy Between cost. the two of them. So, Conjuring works. All right. Let's lock it in. The Conjuring and Aquaman. If it's a sequel, I wouldn't know. I mean, all right. We were just sorry. What's that? Lakeview, Lakeview Terrace with yeah, him and Samuel yeah, yeah, Jackson. Yeah. That's, a, that's a fucking great movie. It's trash, but it's, but it's good trash. trash. <laughs> I, I, I think you got seven, Dave, out, out of ten. I think you got seven right. All right, I'm locked in on everything, Chris. Thank you for your help. I'm, I'm turning in my score sheet to the quizmaster. I'm going to go take a leak, and I'm going to get another beer. And let's pretend like all that happened and I'm ready to hear the answers. <laughs> so, wait, you do need to go take a leak? Or? No, no. Oh, I, was, okay. <laughs> I was just, if I was at Bar Trivia, like, ah. you know, like, you know, you're sitting there at Bar Trivia and you're, you've, you've obviously been drinking and then it's caught up with you, but you can't leave because your teammates need you. And you're sitting there fighting the thirst for knowledge and the need mm-hmm. to pee. Mm-hmm. And the older you get, yeah. the more you got to pee. Yeah. Yep. 
<laughs> right. <laughs> so this would be the time where, yeah, uh, I would be, or and you've also done this, scribbling uh, scores and then putting them into a spreadsheet and uh, collecting phone numbers, etc. <laughs> <laughs> From all of your adoring fans. Yeah. <laughs> all right. So it's ready for the answers then, huh? Yes, I'm ready. I feel, I feel right, good about good. this. Unless this is gimmicky, I brought I brought my own sound effects here. Okay. Oh my god! So uh, if you are right, Dave, you're going to hear this. <laughs> okay. And if you were wrong, this is also a positive sound effect, but it's the best thing I have. <laughs> Bring that every 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 week <sighs> week. All right, Steve. Steve, oh, yeah. you, have, you have upped the production quality on New Year's as tenfold. Have I really? Yes. <laughs> okay. I still feel I feel like, you know, the guy in the background in UHF, but thanks. <laughs> Who wants the fire hose? <laughs> All right, Michael C. Williams, your memory was jogged. You said the Blair Witch Project. Woo! Yeah. Remember how into that we were? Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. Hell yeah, I do. Steve and I were projecting at, at the at the theater at the same time when that was coming out. And it was like, I was so deep in that fake mythology. I was in, I was in like up to my neck. Yeah. We, we were really sucked into that. I, I actually did my college dissertation on, uh, on what Rustin Parr, I believe. And uh, Rustin Parr. Yeah. Well, you, that yeah, that's a good story to tell. Like that's the other good thing about the show. We get to hear Steve's stories. Like everybody's heard yeah, our dumb yeah. stories. You went to Burkittsville and did like the whole tour, didn't you? Yes, I did. Tell us about that. That I want to do that. Well, uh, uh, I, I, yeah, I like to take pictures where you know the films were shot, and I used that for trivia. And uh, it was a totally self guided tour. The cemetery, the little convenience store, which is still there and still in black and white, I might add. <laughs> and, uh, to the state park where the outdoor stuff was shot. Obviously, it's not that remote. You can almost see the parking lot, but um, Coffin Rock. And uh, yeah, I talked to some old fishermen and uh, left part of my soul there. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. Uh, in the town, is there still like... Is there any kind of like tourism related to it, or are those people like get the fuck out of here with that shit? Well, I didn't talk to anyone about it, but uh, I mean, it's been it's been so long that I bet a lot of those people have uh, just retired to Florida. <laughs> right. No, I didn't see any other signs of tourism while I was there. It just was like a little crossroads town, and uh, because I'd done the research in advance, I didn't have to bother anyone. That's awesome. It was an easy and low cost and scenic way to. Waste time in Central Maryland. That's great. All right. Well, Michael, you know what? He threw the map in the river, motherfucker. <laughs> That's right. That's right. But uh, hey, he's still he's still alive and acting. Is I, he? Well, he recently played Brian Austin Green in the Beverly Hills Nine story. Beating <laughs> out. Yeah. Guess guess who else auditioned for the part? <laughs> Josh from Blair Witch. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so very I, well done. The only, uh, the only thing, other thing I've seen any of those people in is Heather Donahue 
I can name two things Heather Donahue was in. She was in the Freddie Prince Jr. movie, Boys and Girls. Wow. Which, Steve, you and I projected. She was yeah. one of like the girls that Freddie was going through in that movie. And she is in the second or first, not first. She's in one of the first five It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia's. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. She's she Wasn't she uh, the girl who claims that Charlie is the father of her, of her baby. Yes. Yeah, it's like okay. that's that's all I know her from. And if I'm not mistaken, this is like going down a rabbit hole of trivia. The kid that plays the son in that he's like a terror mm-hmm. is the kid that plays Meredith's son on The Office, who is also a terror. That kid made a small career out of playing horrible children. Yeah. All right, I'm I'm excited. You're doing so good. Yeah, well, you're 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 one for you're 100 right now. They'll okay. never get this good again. Mm, that's true. Chris, you happened to mention that you thought Brian Austin Green played Metallo uh, on Smallville. Wait, yeah. Well, this ding is for you. <laughs> I love a ding. Yeah, Brian Br- Brian Green who added the Austin arbitrarily because there was already somebody named Brian Green uh, huh. in the world of Hollywood. Uh, that, in fact, I believe Beverly Hills 90210 was the first thing he did where he was credited with that made-up middle name. Anyway, hmm. played himself many times, including in 2005's Domino and in BH90210, which I guess you guys... Yeah, you got we... We watched that, yeah. anime, and I'm a diehard Smallville. I've been rewatching it for the podcast, and I just love Smallville. Was Domino Charlize Theron? Kira Knightley. Kira Knightley. Shit. Okay. We projected that, too. Maybe. No, I think maybe we were going by then. Doesn't matter. Smallville. Nice job. Yeah, don't, you're not going to sneak a Smallville nope. past Chris. I love it. Yeah. All right. Then we're just moving on to Monica Lewinsky then. Uh, the artist, Nelson Shanks, who apparently took a real liberty with this, and the Clintons are still not over it. Hmm. Uh, I don't know how a shadow is meant to uh, emulate or evoke a specific color, but that dress was blue. All right. There we go. I've seen pictures of it many times. <clears throat> You're three for three right now, boy. Have you been to that um, portrait museum yet, Steve, down there? Uh, actually, no. That's one of like the last Smithsonian that I need to get to. That's good. They um, they have it. I mean, it's not just political stuff. There's all kinds of great art in there. It's a really good art museum. Yeah. yeah. All right. But they didn't pay us anything to plug them, so no. that's all we're going to say. Both them and Yards Brewing owe us money. <laughs> And three, the, well, we, also, we owe uh, the estate of Tina Turner a little bit for Chris singing uh, Simply <laughs> we, we the Best that. earlier. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> Wait, was that Tina Turner or was that a uh, Starship? Well, I think it was Tina Turner. Yeah. No, you're right. Tina Turner. Okay. What does Starship sing? We built this city. <laughs> Nothing's gonna stop us now. Yeah. 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 Mannequin. Okay. All right. Scott Walker. Played for four NHL teams, and those include the Predators, the Hurricanes, my beloved Washington Capitals, I guess, (laughs) 
and the Vancouver Canucks. Damn. Okay. <laughs> I love that sound. <laughs> it's almost like the sound of when a goal scores. <laughs> yeah. Real, real fumble right here, as we say. Hockey. The, however, the Calgary Tigers have been defunct since 1927, so your instinct was right there. Okay. All right. Three for four. We can still yeah. get two wrong, yeah. Chris. Yeah. You're doing good. Kate Beckinsale and Hugh Jackman squared off against uh, Count Dracula and Frankenstein's monster. Uh, the Wolfman, I think, was in there somewhere. Mm-hmm. And I think it was Robbie Coltrane as Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hagrid. <laughs> That was great. If there was an invisible man, uh, well, he's in a deleted scene, so... Wow. All right. Good job, good, good job. Good, good, good answer, good answer. Yeah. You're at four for five. All right, cool. Hachon, first of his name, of the house of Glucksburg. Hang like I swallow. <laughs> If those poor people in that country. Where are you from? Hold on, I gotta swallow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 1994 Winter Games. That basically was the question. Ooh, nice. Lillehammer. Yeah. Excited. Yeah, Excited. Yeah. Um, you've actually set a very high bar that I, I'm a little worried about reaching, Dave, next time we, we play. Oh, stop. These questions are perfect. And I appreciate you writing questions for this and around my birthday. Mm. You have gone above and beyond, my friend. Well, I've gone beyond, maybe not above. <laughs> <laughs> okay. By the way, Dave, people who are just a little older than you, who were not included, born in, I guess, late June of 1973, uh-huh. include Carson Daly. Oh, God. Juliette Lewis. Ooh. <gasps> and Pennsylvania Governor Josh Shapiro. Oh, I fucking love my governor. He's the best governor. He should be president. Good Lord, I love my governor. Yeah. All right. Okay. Well, some unexpected uh, political optimism <laughs> in this bitterly divided year of our of our little... <laughs> anyway, yeah, he's a few weeks uh, older than you, Dave, and uh, just shows what I guess you could have done if you just applied yourself a little more. Well, that's true. The only person that I know that was born on my birthday, and I was waiting for a question, I think Benedict, no, he's not the same age, so that's probably why he didn't do it. Benedict Cumberbatch was born on July 19th. I don't know what year. He's younger than us, probably. He's, right, Chris? He oh, probably I don't is, think yeah. he is. I don't think he, like he's, he's probably in his 40s. Yeah. yeah. Hmm. Good. That would have been a glaring oversight if it turned out he was 50 and I had not included him. No, I, I think he's younger. I think he's still in his 40s. So am I. <laughs> Congratulations. <laughs> Unlikely to be the new Sorcerer Supreme myself. Anyway, <laughs> question number seven. Uh, he was Quincy in Juice. He was an athlete in Higher Learning. The 2000 film in which he was a college athlete named Quincy is Love and Basketball. Oh, yeah. Which... The National Film Registry selected for preservation, deeming it culturally, historically, or aesthetically significant. Huh. Starring. Ooh. Yes. Reps. All right. So, we're we're six out of seven. 
Yes, sir. You got oh, this. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. We need we one more, this. Chris. Then I took a massive left turn on you with this World War One question. Yeah, this is, this is, I'm interested in the answer. This was uh, long, long before the whole Freedom Fries thing, which at one time <laughs> I thought was the first time that sort of silliness happened. But no, it goes back further than that. Americans would not give up their sauerkraut. They just had to call it something else. <laughs> and in this case, they called it Liberty Cabbage. Oh, uh, okay. <laughs> I feel like I'm at a rave. I kind of want to get more more wrongs, but I hear that sound more often. This is funny, right? you know? <laughs> Liberty Cabbage, that's good. That makes, yeah, it's right along that same lines. All right, cool. I'm happy to learn. Two to go, and you have to get, uh, well, at least one of them. I have to get one. And you know that you got the next one right, because you almost just gave me the closed captioning for the video. That's <laughs> <laughs> true. <laughs> Yo, red cap. <laughs> Park our Bentley Azure convertible said... Ben Stiller and Stephen Dorff for some reason to Fred Durst of Limp Bizkit. All right, Chris, Woo! we did it. Oh, I feel so that good about tense, myself. Though. It was kind of close. I feel like listening to Limp Bizkit and just breaking stuff. <laughs> I feel like setting fire to uh, Woodstock 99. Right. Have you seen that documentary? Oh, my God. It's yes, so good. I misremembered. I thought it was Limp Bizkit that really in inflamed the crowd, but a lot of the blame can be placed at uh, Red Hot Chili Peppers' feet as well, if I remember. Yeah. That. I almost went to that. I, I remember thinking, I was thinking, like, if I get some people to go with me, I'll go. Yeah. Gl glad I didn't. Wow. Uh, and why is Stephen Dorff in that? Because if he's friends with Ben Stiller, that makes me... <laughs> sad on some level oh i don't think they're still friends <laughs> they were then it's just to be cool you know everyone wanted to get together with dorf and uh <laughs> who i don't know uh, who else uh you know Vern troyer uh, mini me yeah. <laughs> maybe their friendship just centered around the music of limp biscuit and when the band went away they just fizzled yeah that'll happen that'll <laughs> The worst uh, thing that ever happened to me bartending at the proper, the namesake of this trivia game, yeah. is I was wearing a retro like Montreal Expos hat backwards, and okay. someone wanted my attention and went, hey, Fred Durst. <laughs> oh. oh. It's one of the worst moments of my life. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Did you go all... Uh, did you go all Vancouver Canucks on him or Calgary <laughs> Tigers or I went, I went all Scott Walker on him. Yeah. All invisible man. Uh, I uh it's not a person you want to be compared to. No. So I'm anxious to see I if know, we get the one. Know, yeah. What was that disgruntled bargoer Dennis Miller by any chance? <laughs> yeah. He just needed any reference to like he can't just ask for anything. He has to throw a reference in there. <laughs> Hey, Fred Durst, I hate to pull you out of the 1990s, but uh, I think my Zima's waiting back there. 
Oh boy. Yeah, and uh, and not that you need it, but a victory lap for you. Uh, incidentally, a couple of runners up, born in that month, Dave, who didn't make the threshold, uh, include the premier of Saskatchewan, Scott Moe, <laughs> former <laughs> shortstop for the Red Sox, Noma. Nice. And uh, Japanese musician, Gakt. Oh, I love his music. <laughs> Real name Gakudo Oshiro, but goes by the name Gakt. I'll stick with Noma. Yeah. But uh, you're welcome. I didn't ask about any of those people. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Chris. Yeah. We're champions. We are champions. And this this was it was this was fun. I, I actually knew some more than I thought. For the record, well, the movies were The Conjuring and Excellent. I want to see this list of bad movie quotes sometime. <laughs> I'll sprinkle them in from time to time. But So you got 8 out of 10, but actually you got 9 out of 11, really? All right. A successful first roundabout. Yeah. Steve, thank you. Those questions were, were amazing. Thank you. Chris, thank you. I, I am here just to for your... hit record and, and, and say yes. <laughs> Oh, stop. Nah, you were pretty instrumental Some, some there, I knew. Some were like, you had, you, Yeah. You had the sizzle. <laughs> That's what you do. All right. So next time on Proper Education, Chris, I'll let you close out the show. You're the host. But uh, next time we will switch roles. What do you think about that, Steve? Uh, Steve is are on you the hot a little seat. bit nervous next time? Are you, you going to... Um... You know, I, I am because... Um, for years and years, you know, I had the benefit of the answers. <laughs> so it's, it's rare that I am tested. And if it turns out I'm no good at this, there goes my credibility. You're going to be fine. Trust me. We have to tune in next time yeah. and find out. For the for our next bar trivia podcast, where this time Dave will ask Steve 10 rock hard questions. <laughs> I don't know why they're rock hard. <laughs> but, um,. So uh, keep your nuts to yourself. Till then, everybody. <laughs> that, that's, that's perfect. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time. Ba-dum, 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 nuts. <laughs>